I've turned Christian. <laughs> See, like, let's say you're in recovery. Yeah, you're in recovery, right? Oh, yeah. But you're recovering from something, yeah. Uh, well, the big book is really something that's pretty cool. You could use it for, uh, yeah, I got an exemption. <laughs> I'm addicted with myself, but I don't drink. Uh, I just think a lot. Think about me all day. You know, that'll lead you to the drink. Yeah. So, well, in recovery, they have a really, you know, See, a lot of times, you would think that if people got into recovery, they would be primed, in a sense, that they had come to the end of the road, so to speak, or at the end of the stick, and they've been beaten by it for quite a lot of times, so many of us. So you would hope they'd be malleable, or in recovery, they saw you would beat into a state of reasonableness. Yeah. So really, that's... You would hope that would be the case, but the mental state's pretty stubborn, man. It will just keep making itself unique and special. Even when you're down the tubes, you won't know you're down the tubes, you know? You think like you're playing someone down the tubes. <laughs> it won't really hit you. You'll have a, like a Teflon uh, built up, that terminal uniqueness. But in the recovery, they talk about the root of the problem, and you would hope that people... You know, all the prior work, if there was any, would have been done, you know. You've been beat up in life, let's say. Things haven't gone your way, discouraged, disappointed. And then there would be a description or a framing of the problem, and maybe you would identify with it through intimate experience. You know, you would see, you would have never put it that way, and that's why you weren't getting relief from it, but they put it a certain way, and you identify. You go, wow. So when they say any life run on self-will could hardly be a success, you have a feeling what self-will means to you, you know? Like that drive. Like for me, it was so it was so demonstrated in my addiction, my drive to get drugs. You could see, you know, it was the only thing really in my whole life I've been super ambitious about in a sense. I wanted that stuff. And so you could see, yeah, that could be a coined self-will. Yeah, all that driving, you know, things weren't pointing to, oh, yes, this is a good day to have drugs. I was, like, just trying to jam it there, yeah, every day. And I wouldn't take any signs to the contrary. I just speed right through them and fucking, that's self-love. So you get a feeling of it. So that when they tell you what the result of a life on self-will is going to be, you may have a feeling of that, too. So any life on self-will, all right, I understand that. Uh, will hardly be a success. Oh, okay, well, like it's, I wouldn't even say that that nicely. I'm pretty screwed, you know? So I saw, so there, there's the unique story of Paul and all, and everything thwarting him in his pursuit of what he wanted and stuff like that. And see, that is clearly described in a life run on self-will, will hardly be successful, but you don't get it because there's so much personalness in it. You really think it's you, yeah? You're t identified as this person. Hey, bro, come on in. Hello. Oh, we're going to have to expand the meeting. We just, we just doubled the meeting. Sorry to be interviewing. That's all right. We just have a fireside chat. All right, I'll have to change the whole thing. Take two. Wednesday. Yeah, grab some seats.
We're going to have a drum chant tonight, too. I brought my drums. We're going to have a chant tonight. We're going to we're going to out them. We're going to beat them out. <laughs> you may want to sit over here, actually. Maybe I, you know, instead of your head talking to you, you know, saying these hymnals going on. So you better move over here. Maybe this is more comfortable over here. It's also dark, and the lighting's better than that. After speaking in front of thousands of people, it's difficult sometimes <laughs> to get used up. But, you know, you know. <laughs> I've got to sort of let. Like, what's the point? He's coming very strongly over my my stage, my screen. But no, I'll move right through there because the water has no, and the hose has no, no preference about what, if it's hot or cold water moving through it, or if the garden is small or large. It, it's, it's drawn to come out. Yes. <laughs> it may take a while to prime it. <laughs> Let me think of all the terrible things people told me about today in the conditions they're in. Oh, yes. That was definitely motivating yeah, yeah. Just get a little taste of what it could be like if I can really happy. <laughs> That's absent. I mean, you don't even, you're not even thinking about all the additions. Just the, that being absent is more than enough. Yeah. Where you're not driven by the thought system. Yeah. You're not absorbed. Your attention and interest isn't so habitually uh, getting in line behind the thoughts and, and its interpretation of the day and how you were and how you're going to be and how they were and how they're going to be. Yeah. There's another possibility. To me, right, in recovery, the first thought really gets replaced by pause. Yeah. A pause. Where the first thing that meets everything in my life is a pause, not a thought. Yeah. A pause, like awakeness. So the awakeness is there, and then there's the thought. What happens is, with the sense of being my thought, that bridge goes over the pause, and so a mental idea of you being the doer of the thought system, yes? You as this action figure, you as the Alpha and the Omega, that, that idea is on this side of the bridge, and then the my goes over the pause, and you go right into the thought, as if, as if it's yours, yeah, or it's about you. Yeah. Seeing is there's there's seeing, there's a pause, and there's seeing, yeah. The mental state goes, uh oh, I'm gonna over I'm gonna cross that little river. I'm gonna go over the seeing with this my, and then the seeing will be brought broken into seer and seeing. Yeah. So I will acknowledge the scene, the object, and I will acknowledge the pseudo-object subject, the seer, but I'm not going to acknowledge the scene, because if I acknowledge the scene, I can't emphasize the seer and the scene, the mental state's view. Yeah? So the mental state has a different agenda. It wants to produce a sense of being a someone. Yeah? It wants to produce that. It wants to reinforce it. It wants that to become like the status quo or the reference of falling back on. 
that there'll always be an assumption when something's noticed that it's you noticing it. Yeah? If something's thought, it's you thinking it. If something's felt, it's you feeling it. If something is seen, it's you seeing it. Yeah? And for it to have that sense that to override the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, and emphasize the seer at all times, the hearer and the feeler at all times, it uses this activity called claiming. Yeah? So the mental process, it's a mental process from the brain, yeah? producing the sense of self. The sense of self is a feeling, it's a vague sense, not a thought. The thoughts are used to produce the sense of self. The sense of self is a feeling. Yeah? You feel like you're the doer. You feel like you're the thinker. You know, you really feel like these are mine. You know, this is mine. These are my feelings. Yeah? That feeling, that sense wasn't there when you were a kid, when you were young, very young. It got produced by the mental state. So the mental state uses thoughts to produce the feeling of being the thinker. Yeah. So how does it do it? Simply, it claims to be the thinker. Yeah. So. Something of conscious contact is happening, and then there's a pause, which is the awareness of it, which I say is you and I, or just I, the I. And then a mental state happens after the conscious contact, but the mental state and, and, and the process of selfing implies that it was before the conscious contact. So when something's happening, you think it's happening to you. When something's not happening, you still think there's a you to have something happen to yeah, it produces a sense of being historical when it's not historical. It's produced, there's awareness, which is all there is. And this isn't the truth, I'm just talking, you know, paint a picture, just to get something across. Who knows what the fuck's going on? But let's just say, there's this big, there's awareness, and then, let's say, in manifestation, it's consciousness in contact, you know. Conscious contact is what's going on. So consciousness notices the contact through the gates. The body has the five gates, the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. And in Buddhism, they call this the, the, the mental store, the brain, another sense up there, where you hear thoughts and like that. Yes? So there's those, six, there's those six gates that consciousness is moving through, having an experience. It's producing an experience, yeah? It's in contact, so consciousness gets in contact with you, with this chair, by seeing it, yeah? It gets in contact with that going on there by hearing it. It's the same, it's the same consciousness, but it, it, it hears, it has, an, it has five different experiences. It sees, hears, feels, tastes, and touches things, yes? But it's the same, it's just one, con it's just consciousness, but when it goes through a certain gate, that certain gate defines the experience. I see, I hear, I feel, I taste, I touch. There could be creatures, and there are, that maybe have 15 senses. So they're having, consciousness is moving through them, and they're having 15 different uh, sensorial experiences. Yes? So there's consciousness. And let's say the awareness is what I believe we are. And that awareness I would represent as that pause, yeah? The pause here, when you're living, yeah? So there's a sense of presence or a stillness or like a pause, of like a pregnant pause. Sometimes you'll notice it, yeah? I would say that's what we are, is that pregnant pause. Then the constant contact happens, and then the mental process happens, and the mental process tells a story about the conscious contact, so it, it revises history in a way. 
So what was what came after now is before. You know what I mean? So what came after is the process or the or the producing of a sense of self. Yeah, that comes after now implies it was before. So when you have that sense, you immediately think you are you're historical. Yeah, you have the sense now, but you feel like you were in a lot of nows before, and you're going to be in a lot of nows later. Yeah. You see? So, all right, boom, 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 boom. But all of this activity, all of this claiming, and what it does is when it claims, let's say, the mental state, the mental activity of thinking, yeah, it claims it and it holds thinking from now on as either I'm the thinker or they're about me. Or they're about another me called you. Yeah, there's going to be another body, be it an animal or this or that. There'll be thoughts about things, but somehow you'll have a direct correlation with them, not as the seeing of it, but as the doer of it, usually, or the done-to by it. Yeah? You're going to play a role as this action figure. And so, all right, feelings happen. All right, feelings come and go. They can only get extended in time and space, really. So feelings come and go. And all right, now the mental state notices that because it comes after the conscious contact. The conscious contact provided the contact now it claims the contact, and it says, hey, these are my thoughts. Yeah. I'm doing them somehow. Somehow. Or these are my feelings. In other words, somehow, before there was just a seeing of feelings and the feeling of feelings, but now somehow there's a feeler that got thrown in there. You know, a big noun was thrown in there to sort of imply that you're a solid thing that's always here. You see, every time there's a feeling, you're having it. You know, this is how it tries to prove its, its everlastingness, which isn't so. It just arises after conscious contact, yet it implies it's before conscious contact. Yeah. Yes, and it can even, it doesn't even, it's not very much, it doesn't really acknowledge or even know so much the awareness, so it doesn't usually, the pause will still be there, but it'll be like behind the curtain. It doesn't claim the pause at all. Yeah? It claims the conscious contact, and then it says consciousness is all there is, or something like that, but it's not, really, in a way. So, all right, so feeling comes up. Okay, like, I had a feeling when I saw this guy come in. It's sort of like, I'd say, uh, like a repulsive feeling, you know? Not a, you know, something like brought about a certain tinge of hatred in me, or disappointment. <laughs> And so, of course, that feeling now, that feeling has now come up, and the mental state has claimed it, and now the mental state compounds it. It's like a little petri dish, because now it's its thought, and it goes, you shouldn't feel like that about that lovely person. And you know what? You feeling like that means that you're blah, 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 bad, or something else, or you're not a teacher, which I'm not, none of this. Yes? So you have to see that it claims it. Once it claims it, it uses it. Yeah? Or it uses it to do what? To facilitate to facilitate, to allow, to facilitate the bondage of self. Yeah? So here's an idea that you're a self, that you're a body, a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. It really doesn't hold water on its own, so let's, we got to reinforce it. The mental state says, i got to reinforce this idea all the time. So all the processes that we call being alive I'm going to claim them as if I have something to do with them. Yeah? So every time 
the consciousness brings to light that these things are happening because their consciousness is there, I will claim that con- that that what's been brought to light and what's bringing it to light, the consciousness, I will claim that and take it to be somehow about me. Yeah. So I'll forget all about the seeing and I'll emphasize the seer and the seeing. And there's my story. And then the mental state just riffs on this possibility of interpretation. It's got a huge theme, separation. Yeah. So like giving, you know, walking into a jazz club in the 50s and there was, there was John Coltrane, and you say, John Coltrane, riff on the theme of separation. He could have blown that horn for like four freaking nights straight. Sadness and being loved and never being loved and all like this. You can riff on separation, and so we go. Yeah, I mean, people, they, no one understands. Me. No, one, no one can get me. No, no one wants to get you. You're so freaking boring by now. You're fucking just stuck with yourself. Keep it. Oh, why don't they see how lovely I am? You're not really shining out that well, bro. You know what I mean? You seem to be up the ass yourself. And, uh, you know, I gave you that card for the divine proctologist, but you haven't called him. You know, so screw it. I'm not paying attention anymore to you. <laughs> so, it's, so there's um, like in, there's a guy, Dogen, in Japanese, and he has a longer statement, but I like this, the, the first part. It says, you know, to study Buddhism yeah, to, is to study the self. And to study the self is to forget the self. Yeah? And that's exactly how it is. If you study what you're not, you're going to lose interest in it. What you're not which is being called you, which is inferring that it's you, which is assuming and implying and insinuating, but it's not you. Yeah. And if it's not you, what will happen? You'll lose interest in it. Because your interest is wedded to it. It's all of those activities, all the thoughts and all the feelings. Are, it's only wedded to them because it's about you, to tell you the truth. Yeah. It's not about having interest go somewhere else there would still be a self-centered interest no matter what you get engaged with. It's about realizing you're not that and then the interest migrates and it goes other places and then you'll find out where it goes by what happens when it goes somewhere else. Yeah. For me, I found out you travel lighter on a stabilized level because now you're not that interested in all those systems, in the feelings and the thoughts that facilitate the bondage of self because you don't believe you're that self. Yeah? You haven't, you're not interested in the product. It's like when I went to Turkey, when I was in Turkey, you know, great salespeople best salespeople in the world. And uh, you go there, and we're looking at the tourist places, and they had an incredible system. Some guy would come up and say, I'm going to be your tour guide today. But he wasn't really a tour guide. And then he'd take us over, and he'd take us to his little rug store. And they had like, it was like a tag team. He had like 80 cousins, and then he gets you in there, and then he suddenly disappears, and you're in this little, this little showroom, and they have all these rugs, and all these guys come in, and they give you, uh, you know, like uh, apples, juice, and they give you uh, Turkish coffee, and they're swirling the rugs, and they're throwing it on the ground, and bringing another one out, and it's really amazing, and they really are good sellers. But the funny thing is, they were trying to sell me a rug, but I didn't have a flaw. 
I didn't have any place to live. I was traveling around the world. So I had a total immunity. No matter how good the advertising was, I wasn't going to buy a rug. Because it sounded so absurd. They said, well, we can, we can, we can fold it so you can put it in your knapsack. I go, give me a break. Who's going to fucking carry a rug around with the hopes that they're going to find a room to put it on? Of course. No one is. So that drug, I didn't have to fight and struggle with it. I had an instant immunity because I don't have a flaw. So I'm not interested in rugs. This is what we're doing. We're questioning the flaw where all the mental activity is, finding, is dancing on. Yeah, where it's having like a dance marathon, it's based on the floor, and the floor is identification as that which the mental state's obsessed over. Yeah. That's what gives it the floor. That's it, all of its productions, there wouldn't be a, a place for it to stand without that basic fundamental assumption. Most people are taking themselves to be a self. They believe they're a historical figure. They believe they're very unique. Even if they, you know, they're, oh, I look different than that body, but you forget that you're, there's still a body. Yeah? We're still in a human form. Cats aren't seeing much differences probably in us. But we're thinking we're so different. But basically, we're just all these separate yous thinking we're special yous called me. Yeah? When I'm looking at you, I see you as a you. Never will I see you as a me. And where you're looking at, I'm a you, and I'm never going to be not a you to you, but I believe I'm me. Yeah? Everyone's, we're having the same, the same seeming dilemmas happening right now in what? For the people out there, 98 positions, 98 very important people in here, 98, and so from their point, the one way back there, yeah, you see, he's a you, and it doesn't matter if I had 800 yous in here, I never see them as other than a you, and they will never see me as other than a you, but every one of us think we're a me, that's the flaw, yeah, the wood is the you, the body, but the floor is the me. And then the dance goes on. And, you know, Jesus Christ, it's incessant. They got the Irish dance on the temple. You have some lineage about getting your ass kicked. Oh, I'm an Irish. I, we all drink. Some other freaking thing. There's always some relevant based on the story of why, oh, I'm, I'm meant to be screwed. Why? Well, it's my lineage. I come from a family of people being screwed. You know, it's all this whole idea. So if the floor ain't there, they can't be the dance show. Yeah. We're just taking, we're not even taking the floor away. We're realizing there was never a floor. You're so busy dancing, you haven't looked down. There's nothing there. There's no long-lasting, independent, separate entity. That's a special crowned one called me. There isn't. Yeah. So you'll know the problem from the relief, from the solution. You really will. So you study the problem. You study it. You can. This is what we do here. Uh, someone who's do, inviting this kind of message can't ever teach about what the message is because the message is a negation, really. Yeah. You're pointing out that you're not that. 
You're pointing out all the assumptions and the inferences and how it happens, but never, never are you saying what you are because you can't. But you can definitely see what you're not. And by seeing what you're not, it may dawn dawn on you, you're not that, and then that's that. Yeah. At least now you have a new floor. A new floor has been built. Yeah? A new floor, a solid understanding, a reliability, or like they say in old spiritual terms, an abidance in the truth. You've got a solid base now. Yeah? That everlasting, always available at all times with no requirement, necessary sense of presence. There it is. Now, let's see what happens. Yeah. The dances go lighter. Yeah. It's sort of like the movie and the screen. No one, when they get up from the movie theater, from the show, ever really applauds the screen. It's always the movie. Yeah. But this is like applauding the screen. Recognizing without the screen there ain't it, there ain't no movie. No matter how sad the, the movie on the screen was, it didn't wet the screen. Yeah, the screen because it's totally neutral can allow everything to happen on it. Yeah. Oh, I'm not showing one of those films. No, it doesn't fucking have any opinion. It's just you pick it up, light hits it. There's the movie. Yeah. Bring a little of that into your life. See what happens. See now, what everyone is searching for, what everyone's trying to grab from things that can't deliver the goods, you'll have without any grabbing or clinging or grasping or vigilance. It will be inherently what you are. You'll find real rest there. Yeah? You'll get the security, but without ornaments. Yeah? You won't need a huge defense budget to, su- to produce security. You'll have security in the insecurity of this whole place. Yeah? Because now you have a floor that's solid. Yeah. And you'll know it's solid. It's like an echo, that timber. It's like an unspoken yes. You'll know before you knew everything and anything else. You'll know this is so. Yeah. So now, when the thought system happens, yeah, brought to us by the conscious contact, yeah, there's the pause. You're in it now. You're involved here, in a sense. And not just being a witness or anything this. You're actually involved here. You're aware of the conscious contact. And then you're aware of the content of the conscious contact. And then you're aware of the, interpreta- the mental interpretation of the content of the conscious contact. And you're just aware. Yeah. You're just on. Yeah. You don't see the difference when I'm really on, or I'm so-so on, or I'm, you know, half-baked on, or I was really on yesterday, and I'm really working hard to be really on tomorrow. No, all that is mental stuff being thrown to to stick on the wall, you know, see what sticks. And it's not going to probably stop. If you're waiting for that to stop, for you to be okay, your understanding is mistaken. It can go on and on and on as it likes. But what happens is your interest and attention, it'll be the difference between hearing and listening. You'll hear the thoughts, you know, you'll hear it, but you won't be listening to them. There won't be that leaning in as if it's the Greek oracle, you know, 
oh yes, they're really out to get me, or whatever the fucking thing is trying to tell you, you know? You'll hear it, and you'll basically, you're not a buyer, and after a while you're not a buyer, it's almost like a pantomime. It goes with its little shtick, it brings out the tapes of 1988, you know? Well, yeah, and then it's, just, you know, this, it doesn't have any traction because there's no floor underneath it. It needs to set the identification as a self to fucking leave rubber, you know? It needs that to get traction on. Without that, it has no traction. Yeah? It, can't, it can't grab. It's like a barnacle that can't find the hole of the rock. It has nowhere to adhere to. And its life is based on adherence to something. Yeah? You're not that rock anymore. So the barnacles come and go, but they can't find they can't find a home. You're already occupied. Of course it's gonna have an effect here. It may not be bells and whistles, it may be a very ordinary looking life, but there'll be richness that wasn't being mined before. It'll almost be like rain coming down, not digging in a hole to get something, but more just a recognition of possibilities. You'll be at peace. Like they say in recovery, you'll you'll know, I think it's, you'll know the word serenity and comprehend peace. It's sort of like that. We have concepts of serenity and peace, but knowing and, and comprehending is different. You really, it's tactile. You have a, when you say faith, you have a sense of what that means. Not a faith, not Islam or Muslim or Buddhism. Not a faith, but faith, yeah? You find that faith is a force of mind that every one of us has right now that's being applied right now. In many cases, it's being applied to having faith in a thought system that's a failed thought system. And if the faith is in that failed thought system, it's going to put, that thought system is going to take that possibility of faith and produce anxiety with it. Unless you believe the thoughts, they can't have much sway over you. You have to believe them. Yeah? It's your faith in the thoughts that give them the power over to Lord over you. It's sort of like when you own something, it owns you. So there's the thought system just happening by the brain. You claim, the mental state claims to be the thinker, and now the thoughts own the thinker. Yeah? If they define the thinker. I don't even know if it had any idea that was going to be happen. happen. What it wanted to use, uses it. Now, now the thoughts run people's lives every day. One, they only need one thought to ruin a beautiful day. One thought. Maybe they had 800 dem- demonstrable affirmations in life. So, you know, that hummingbird sat on my shoulder and said, but one thought can ruin a- all those miracles are, are gone. And it only has this one little tiny, oh, you're a fraud. There, it runs like crazy with that. Yeah. So how to be swayed so easily, you must have already been taken over. To be able to, that one little note that gets you into the whole dance. I mean, you've been, you've been paying that piper a long time. Yeah. You're up that ass of self, and you really wish you could find a divine proctologist that could pull you out of it. Unfortunately, he's, he or she's usually up the ass of self, too. So it's just an ass, ass. You're just getting pulled out into another one. You know? <laughs> Thinking the other one wasn't an ass of self, but it is. You just keep seeing. Self can't get out of self. This is freaking incredible. 
I'm totally, totally trapped here. Exactly, and therefore you're not. When you finally admit that you're totally screwed, then that's the moment unscrewedness becomes a possibility. As long as we're managing and controlling, we're just, we're stuck on the flypaper. The mental state has us rolling in the flypaper. Oh yes, oh you're in a bad mix, fix here. Okay, try to get out of it. <laughs> here, let me help you. <laughs> it's really like that. One little step on the floor, the band goes right up. <laughs> get it down. I don't even want to do this. I don't know if you can get high. I didn't even want to get high anymore. It was like an occupation. As soon as that one, oh, I heard the note, me. <laughs> what the hell happened? You, you're in the hallway of shit and fans, but that's too late now, man. Fuck. You've got to be able to read the sign. Don't go in. Because <laughs> what triggers the shit in the fans? It's you. When you enter the hallway, the shit and fans go on. You don't see your role in it? <laughs> oh, it was them that turned those you. You're believing this or that sets up the whole dynamic. As so, you know, as you think, so it is. As the, that man Jesus Christ said, supposedly, as you think, so it is. It's done according to your belief. Where does it all rest? Where where you are? Not on the the false you, but on what we are. It's got to come to us sooner or later that the only reality there is is sitting right where you are. Yeah? It's not sitting right where you are, but it seems to be sitting right where you are. We're the only reality there is. How could he have said when he healed someone, if that was true, all that stuff, when he healed someone, he said, hey, it's done according to your belief. You think it was only about healing? You know, physical ailments? No. It was a principle. Hey, it's done. All, everything is done according to your belief. Yeah? So where is it, where the faith is is going to be what's so? Oh, Jesus Christ is another one. Don't worry about him in the back. He's, he's, just, he's, he's a straggler. He's just, he thought there was a, he thought this was a meeting with the coffee and the cookies. He's, he's dawn on him. Nothing's here. We're not giving anything anyone anything. All right, bro. Nice to see you. You're a little tardy today. <laughs> I was just going to end, but now I have to give you. I got to give you a few minutes at least. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, let's just. All right. I like this thing because it implies something. So it's a, so healing happens, right? But then the guy who seemingly was the conduit of the healing goes, "Hey, it was done according to your belief." Yeah. Oh, right. So then you read an old Zen treatise called Faith Mind, and it says, "Hey, I think the way is clear and and bright, but if you have opinions, you ain't gonna notice it." So once again, it seems to be you're the bigger power around you, right? You know. Without your consent, nothing will seem to be so here. That's, a, that's pretty powerful, I would say. Eh? That if everything basically relies on us giving it meaning, then we must be the reality to this place. Yeah? 
If you and I are giving everything all the meaning it has, and this has been given a meaning, this is a meaning, this has been given the meaning of me, yeah, it's a very big meaning, bigger than the meaning God, for sure. No, really, the me is the biggest God here in the mental state. Gods, there's tons of gods, but there's only one me. <laughs> You've got to get the clues. Here it is. It's like the mental state is mimicking what's actually so. You are it, but it wants to be it as me, you know, as his body. Or you are the center of the universe, but I want to think that I'm the center of the universe as his body, as his person, yeah? And so all this diffuse light, the mental state is like magnifying it on this one object that's been given the qualities of subjectivity, and it's really incinerating most people. It's way too much juice on an object. This is not meant to be the center of the universe. It isn't. It's just a one out of billions of things, yeah? It isn't. And the idea that you're all there is is, is true as, what, <clears throat> as that, but not as what this is. You know, you're not all there is. And you know, it's going to dawn on you as you get older, as you become more and more irrelevant to most people. Yes? Yes. <laughs> you're not going to have a lot of hits on your little match.com, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're going to be getting pinged all the time. You're going to seem like a, a bottle that was put outside and they, you know, they don't even want to get another one. It's like a milk bottle. It's just like, it's just done with milk. You're out there, you know. <laughs> that, hurt, that hope that burns eternal doesn't burn forever. <laughs> so, if you're holding out for something to really happen, <laughs> I'm going through this phase of old madness now. <laughs> I got about 360,000 miles on this Toyota, this body ball. <laughs> so the warranties run out. It's just unbelievable to you. These things are just boom, boom. Oh, it's just incredible. It was, I mean, I had a glorious ride. I was surfing, hanging out with 24, 27 year olds. Now I'm in the pool at the Mill Valley Center with 88, 90 year old people talking about what procedure you're going to get next. What the fuck happened? It was such a quick fall from grace. <laughs> it's like that commercial. I fell and I can't get up. I, fell, I feel like I fell off a certain social strata and I can't get back up. <laughs> I can't even bend down and tie my shoes. The back's out, you know. <laughs> I didn't think I wanted I, you know. Did I sign up for this? <laughs> Have you ever had a sense of bodylessness? It's a great relief, and it's directly related to not being a body. <laughs> That's the relief. You're not as a body having that relief. It's being free from the body. That's the great relief. <laughs> so yes, yeah, it's a simple invitation. It can be repeated quite a lot, and that's what's good. Yeah, like my friend listened to it. He did a 10-hour marathon, but then something, something snapped, yeah? It doesn't matter how long, how short. The possibility is imminent. 
Yeah? Because the mind intends it. It'll snap. Yeah? And it'll have the best of both worlds. You'll be more of an individual when you're not one, to tell you the truth. Yeah? You'll be, a, you'll be your own entertainment, which you sorely need in this place, I swear. You know, I mean, a lot of, you know, it's going to pan out in, like, very surprising, lovely ways, in a lot of ways, because our thinking is so small and limited, yeah? Whatever we think we know, we've really neutered it for what it could possibly be. We've neutered it, you know? We've deadened the word awakening now in certain, ter- in certain circles, and enlightenment, and peace, and all of these things, they're deadened now. They're like, they're almost like, you know, great wild beasts that we want to hunt and put on our spiritual mantle, you know? I want to have an awakening. Like, fuck, you know, I want to have, you know, an Omani suit. <laughs> I want to have an awakening. Or I had an awakening and I lost the awakening. <laughs> Who the hell had it is what thinks it lost it. Yeah. If you don't have it, you won't lose it. You won't. To notice that that mental thing that arises of I was there and then I'm not and I want to be back there again, that has nothing to do with you at all. It's a you being produced. A you. A you. That's when you're hearing it. When you're listening to it, it's you. Yeah? But it's a mental process called selfing. That's what I call it. And it's presenting a story about life. And the story is about a you. When we listen to it and we fall under its sway, the uh drops off. Now it's you, and then that you is ascends the throne of specialness to the throne of me. Yeah? You now separate completely, even from all the other yous. And now you're a king in your own little kingdom. And it's playing God rampantly in this little porno theater called our noggins. Yeah? You're the star. You're either doing Dallas or it's being, you're being done to by Dallas. As the old movie Debbie does Dallas. You're getting done to or doing, man. All day. Yeah. It, it just, that doesn't have to change. All it has to do is the lack of interest. Yeah? And you, you cannot lose interest as self. Self can't lose interest in self. It would still be interest in self. You can't use mind to seek mind. You can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. All these statements were said hundreds, some thousands of years ago to save us time. Yeah? So that if you notice that's what seems to be happening, you can, you can give up the ghost. You can put it down. Hey... I got it, you know? I have an intimate feeling of trying to do, to try to actively produce stillness, you know? Meditating, doing this all the time, and like this. That would be activity, attempting to produce stillness, which can only be activity. Yeah? Oh, wow, okay. I don't care how heralded it is in society. Look as it, does it actually work? Has something actually stabilized, or is something always available at all times, or does it always seem to rest on you doing certain things? Or and if you don't do the certain things, you're exempt from that. Yeah. How, how? Why push away what we are and then try to approach it as what we're not? It's freaking insane. Because you can't push away what you are. You're still that what you are. 
while you're assuming what you're not to be you. You're still that. The seeker is the sort, period. It's not the seeker is the sort only on Wednesdays and Fridays, you know, every leap year. No, the seeker is the sort, period. That's it, that's the statement. What? Oh, yeah. What's looking is what you're looking for. Where? Where? See? You don't get it. What's looking is never going to be able to pull itself out of that and see itself. It's impossible. So he says, give, it, give up the fucking ghosts. Well, just, it gets so simple of why try to get in a moment when you can't be out of a moment? Why? Why would you want to burrow into a moment you've never been able to be out of? <laughs> Wouldn't you see that the mind would trick you by trying to get in? It would be the, it would be the affirmation that you're out. Yeah? In other words, the, the actions of wanting to get in would demonstrate the fact that you're out, and it's not a fact. It's made up. Yeah? If you see that, all right, the cover's been pulled. See it barely. Let your pants drop down and don't pick them up. Stay there for a while. Feel it may feel uncomfortable. Jeez. Because all the nobility of doing has been stripped in a sense. There's nothing right or wrong with doing. It's the idea of the doer puts so much freaking meaning on it. Yeah? You see it. You go, jeez. In a sense, I'm irrelevant, and that's the death of the self. And yet, it's the, it's it's actually it's the glorification of what you truly are. There's no there's nothing wrong recognizing something is irrelevant as long as long. But if it's you, it's going to be the last thing you'll ever ever fucking admit. You'll fight tooth and nail to prove your relevance. Yeah, but the freedom is in that. There's peace in that. There's peace when you give up the ghost. You put, you know, the idea of you having to put it down assumes that there was someone to hold on to it. I don't even believe that. You know, I believe right now, just as we are, it's available. Not to us, but it's available. Yeah? It's available to itself as itself. Right now, on. Yeah? I saw it today. Today, this back went out bad. You know, so I was in a lot of pain, and I had to help somebody go somewhere. So the apparatus was having a drag of a time. Yeah. Then I get home, I take a hot bath, throw Epsom salts in there, lay in there, fantastic. I get out, and I'm having an incredible clear, quote-unquote, experience. Super clear experience. Now, one seems much more preferable than the other, but they're both the same coin. I was having a sort of a... Like a, a uh, a, a, a chronic. Well, the thing is, to have an experience, time is has to be there. There's got to be time to, for something to happen. You know, that's why we don't see what's always happening because we're looking in it through the lens of time. So we only see when something happens, which always pre- preceded by it wasn't happening, and then after preceded afterward by it's not happening. That's how we recognize things here. We see in time, in a sense. So, so there I was, and I had to go, and I dropped the lady off at the hospital, and I had time to hang out. So I went, and uh, I went to a Northgate Mall looking for something for my, uh, my girlfriend's kids. Unbelievable. 
it's not a good place to go on a bad with a bad back, you know. I mean, it's just fucking everything looks so tinny, and you're like, Jesus Christ, just, just millions of fucking shirts, t-shirts, tons of <laughs> tons of shit made. Every store jam-packed full of stuff, tons of it. You know, I cannot believe the choice that seems such a drag. We have so many seeming choices. There's like 40 different colors of the same shirt, and the shirt sucks in all the colors, really. So you get 40 stuffy shirts on and on and on. And then you move over to this, and there's, there's 50 of these. Well, whatever. So then I, so I get back, I pick her up, and I go home. And so, but what was there, what was the baseline while I was there? There was the awareness of the conscious contact. I was conscious of the pain of the apparatus, yeah? I was aware of that. There was consciousness of that, and I was aware of that, yes? Which actually makes it exquisite in some senses. The pain is really pain because you're awake, yeah? The experience is super rich. And then I go home, and then I take a bath, and the relief of the body, I experience that. And a very, very clear, super, the, the, I have two skylights, the rain, little symbol playing on the skylights, and it was so, and it's been such a familiar sound now the last few weeks, you know, rain every day. And it was so beautiful. I'm neither that or that. They're both experiences, yeah? But what was the baseline in both of them? They, that was the activity of consciousness being in contact with different conditions, you know? It was in contact with a physical impairment, and then it was in the contact of the relief of that, yeah? But what was, the, what was the denominator in both events? You could say the conscious contact, but what the conscious contact initiated was a, a thing of either pleasure or pain, like a moving towards or a moving away. But the awareness was there, and that's, that's, the, that's what's reliable. It doesn't go away when the experience gets really bad or whatever you feel, or let's say really, really dense, and it doesn't go away when the experience gets really sublime. It doesn't. It overrides both. That's the reliability. That's where you find rest. Not in trying to have, I can't take a bath 20 hours a day. You know what I mean? And I don't want to have the relief to be so pronounced by having a terribly painful back. I don't want to make that deal. All right, I'll suffer for a few hours, so I'll feel great when I get a little relief. No. That's that's an insane idea. What's the underlying basis? Awareness. You rest there, and it doesn't look, there's no place to lay down, but you still rest in it. You become aware, you are that awareness. Yes? Yes. Yes. Take us out, Brother Jim. Yes. Who's going to get baptized today? You, my sister. You. Come here. Come over here. Yes. (laughs) Stay away from the devil. No. The devil is in our midst. Be gone! Be gone! You, you mischief maker! You Satanist devil! Alright, that's it, eh? That's the, uh, that's the. Oh, hold on a second, yes. Are you saying 
Uh, I'm going to edit that last thing out. It's totally nonsensical, so don't listen to it. That was the Satan talking. All right, thank you. Yes.